0: How can your point of view help you differentiate your business and help you separate yourself in a crowded marketplace? That's what we'll talk about today on episode 33 of the Personal Branding with Lynn podcast. welcome to Personal Branding with Lynn, a podcast for creatives launching your side hustle or second career. If you are a new creative business owner and you're struggling to find out how you can promote yourself authentically, find your ideal customers, and create a sales process that keeps customers in the pipeline, then you need a personal brand. That means if you own a business, you have a much better chance of winning people's trust if you bond with them first as a human being, and you do that by creating a personal brand. And that's the mission of this podcast. We will learn how to use a personal brand to help you launch and propel your creative business. Let's get started. Well, hello again, and welcome back to the personal branding with Lynn podcast. My name is Linford Morton, but you can call me Lynn. And again, excited to spend some more time with you talking about personal branding and how it can help you and your creative business. Today, we're getting back to the final installment of a three-part series that I began maybe a couple of weeks ago. And, uh, It centers around how you differentiate your business and your brand in a meaningful way. For many of us, you are establishing your business in a competitive space. And now you're wondering, with everyone else doing the same thing I'm doing, what makes me different? Well, we talked about three different ways over three episodes that you can do that. And that first and the first way is with your values. The second is with your stories. And today we'll hit the third and final one in the series. It will be your point of view. So your point of view and how you can use that to differentiate coming up next. I had seen one too many. A beautiful photograph, so well executed, marred by a watermark that distracted from it. So back when I was teaching photography, I went on the record. I told my tribe that I thought a beautiful photograph with a watermark on it was like buying a mansion and putting a pink flamingo on the front lawn. We could admire the beauty of the house, but we would always be distracted by the pink flamingo. Now, not everyone agreed with me, but it didn't matter. I was just sharing a point of view. And here's the thing. Your point of view can be a very effective way of differentiating yourself in a crowded marketplace. This is the third installment in a three-part series where... We share the things that you can use to differentiate yourself from everyone else in the marketplace. First, we talked about your values and how standing for something can help you separate yourself. Next, we talked about your story and how the different stories you tell about your business also can help you carve out a unique place in the hearts and minds of the consumers and your customers. And finally, today, we will talk about your point of view. Now, with these three approaches, if you can weave and work all three of these into the content you create and uh, the discussions you have and the way you position and market yourself, man, you will be well on your way to creating a a brand that no one can effectively copy. Not that they can't copy, but they can't do it effectively. So your point of view is what we'll talk about today. Now, your point of view is the way your brand views the world and looks at specific situations. Remember, I opened up by talking about when I was teaching photography, my point of view I shared was about putting putting a, a a watermark on a beautiful photograph now, in and of itself why why would anyone care? Well, a lot of photographers at the time were doing that, and they said that they were doing that for two things: one to secure the photograph and two to brand it and I maintain that there's there are much better ways of branding, and I really wanted to further reinforce you know, my credentials as someone who talked about personal branding, of course. And so the the conversation continued beyond if you really want to brand yourself in a way that stands out, then look at the way you shoot, look at the way you present, look at the way you package. There are lots of ways to brand yourself and not, you know, distract and deface what is you know, your currency as a photographer or your your photographs. And so this is what point of view is all about. It's just taking a stand on something related to your business. And it's something that will also help customers understand what you stand for and carve a space out for them. Now, a well-developed point of view will give your business personality, authenticity, and individuality. Because when a customer relates to your point of view, they're more likely to be loyal to your brand. And like I said, not everyone will agree, but the people who do agree are going to connect on a much more deeper and meaningful level. So the point of view also provides a context for discussion around a wide variety of topics. You can engage in in the community and, and in places where people talk about issues that are important to your brand, you can engage there and share your unique take on it and your unique point of view as a way of contributing to the conversation and participating as well as showing yourself to be different, unique, and also to reinforce, um, your place. You know, when I was in the army, there was this guy in our platoon and, uh, we called him private me too, because no matter what anyone said, he always agreed and said, that's a great idea. And said, you know, I agree me too. And it was so bad, everyone caught on to it. And in conversations, he would agree with two different opinions that were totally incompatible in the same conversation, just trying to, to get along, I guess. But it didn't work because everyone picked up on it. And it got so bad that we started <laughs> making outlandish theories and ideas and just sharing these really outlandish ideas just to see what he would do. And of course, he never disappointed. He always agreed. Now, when you don't have opinion on anything, it appears to most people that you're just a phony and you are just not authentic. And you might think you're just being agreeable, but most people will see that for what it is as spineless, you know, take a stand. You have to to believe one way or another. Most people expect you to have an opinion on something, even if it disagrees with their own. They respect you for at least having a point of view and one that you can defend. Now, the same thing applies for your business. You want to create clear points of view related to your top, your industry, your products and uh, and uh, what you provide to your customers. Now, some things to consider if you are now looking at creating a point of view that you want to carve out for yourself. Number one, make it about the customer. Remember, your customer is always scanning for WIIFM, what's in it for me. You might have strong opinions about things about yourself, and they might not care. You might have strong opinions about things that don't affect them. Again, they will not care. The big question they want to answer, you will have to answer for them is, so what? You have an opinion. So what? Why do I care? So remember, it has to be about the customer. The next thing is you want to avoid being just combative. You know, there are people out there who just go and As a strategy, pick fights with someone who is more popular than them in their space as a way of just trying to draw attention to themselves. And everyone sees that for what it is. Nobody is attracted to the person who just walks around picking fights. That's not purposeful. You come across as a troll or a flamethrower. You want to aim for engaging and inspiring rather than petty and inflammatory. Consumers value intelligence over insistence. The next thing you want to do is align it with your company's philosophy. It should be consistent with everything else you say and do to ring as authentic and make sense for your brand. So remember, wait, what, what stands have you taken on previous issues. You want to be consistent across the board because, you know, people remember things online and if you are on two sides of an issue, someone will pick up on it and someone will be able to document it and then You've done the opposite. You've lost all credibility. Speaking of which, you want to use it to show your credibility. That's the other thing you want to do. You want to show your credibility on issues where when you are sharing your unique, your unique viewpoint, your point of view should also further reinforce your position as an expert, right? So you don't want to give points of view on something that does it matter in terms of your positioning of yourself and your brand? You want to share something that says, I feel this way because of my experience and expertise. And here's why I think it's important to you. So make sure that it shows your credibility. The other thing you want to do is engage the broader community. You want to share your perspective on issues that are relevant to the customers, but broader than your products and your own services. You want to engage the larger community on issues that are interested, interesting throughout the industry or, or just the community at large that might impact your customers in some way. So you're looking for what are the broader conversations that, are, that people are having and how can I stake out a point of view in that broader conversation that affects them, that shows where I stand on topics and, and aligns with the things are, that are important to me, the principles and values, remember our first stop in this three-part series, that are important to me. The last thing to consider is to challenge common assumptions. When you're creating that point of view, you want to look for a unique, a unique way of looking at a topic or an issue that challenges what everyone believes, okay? Because if you take a point of view that everyone believes and accepts to be true, then it's not really anything anyone cares about. You know, if I go on the record and say, you know, I think the sky is blue again, the question is, so what? But then you don't want to go so far to the other side that when you create a way of looking that so far in left field, people just write you off as being crazy. Like no one believes you. That's just too outrageous. I say the sky is red, then you go, okay, I know it's not. Be gone with you. So you have to look for way, something that challenges a common assumption. We have to put this thing on our picture to stop people from stealing and to reinforce our brand, right? So we have to challenge a common assumption, but not be so far out of left field by saying, No, there are other ways of doing that. You can embed something in the code to keep someone from stealing it and people can steal it regardless of whether or not that's on it. I can remove that in 10 seconds and it doesn't reinforce the brand out of context. So it has to be something that is, it challenges a common assumption, yet it's still believable. So find that good balance between unexpected yet believable and choose that lane for your point of view. Now, Neil Patel, who is a digital marketer and pretty big in the space of SEO and Google marketing and things like that, he shares eight questions to ask yourself when creating your point of view. I like these. One, is it helpful? Two, is it generous? Three, does it provide valuable information? Four, does it display expertise? We just talked about that. Five, is it flexible? Right, you don't want to be so hard and fast that you can't, you know, bend with specific situations. Next, is it kind? Number six, is it kind? Seven, does it promote interaction from your reader, your listener, your consumer, your customer? And then last, is it definitive? So think about those eight things and run your point of view through that as a potential prism, if you will, to see if you're going down the right path. So your point of view a well-defined point of view can help you carve out a unique lane for your personal brand and one that differentiates your business especially when you combine it with your values and your unique stories work all three of those together and you will have a personal brand that just you know sets you apart from everyone else in your space and attracts people to you for what is uniquely you and that's the best part because because now you're dealing with people who get you and who want to be with you and who've said yes you are my kind of people and that really makes for the best relationships both personal and business and that's where you want to be so Now, as you start to think about your personal brand, think about how you can use those three things for episodes 31, 30, 31, and this one, 33, go back and listen to all of them together and think about your personal brand and your business. How you make all three of these work together for you to help you carve out that space, that differentiates yourself in a way that, that is unique and memorable and that no one can effectively copy. Sometimes at a glance, people can tell that you are just not right for them. Sometimes it takes a little longer after going through some of your sales material or checking out your products or just going through your website. You think eh, this person isn't right. I I don't think I want to do business with them. I remember when I worked for Canon USA and a big part of my job was going out and finding and vetting Photographers to teach for us in our workshops. And you do that long enough, you get to spot at a glance people who will work for you and people who won't. What I've found over my career is that sometimes the mistakes we make kill our personal brand and as a result, make people decide, I won't work with you. There are five big mistakes that I've found in most people who give off the, the, the message that you're not right for me when you could be. When you could be right, you give off the message that you aren't because you're making one of five big mistakes that kill your personal brand. So here's what I've done. I've taken all five of them and put them in a five-day challenge. What happens is every day for five days you will receive a video that explains the mistake you might be making, but I don't leave it I don't leave it there. I also share what you can do to correct it. I give you a specific action you can take to correct it if you find that you have run afoul of that mistake. So a five-day five mistake challenge for you to make sure you're not killing your personal brand, plus the five steps you can take to get yourself back on track. Now, you can get this and you can begin today by going to personalbrandingacademy.co, personalbrandingacademy.co forward slash five mistakes. That's five, the numeral, mistakes personal brandingacademy.co forward/ slash five mistakes take that and within a week you should be on your way to getting your personal brand back on track so that you are not repelling the people you could be attracting go get it now <laughs> Thanks again for joining me for another episode of the Personal Branding with Lynn podcast. Man, I am so glad to be here with you, and I'm glad that we were able to talk about these things. You know, we all struggle with how we will talk about our businesses in a way that makes sense to everyone else. And these three episodes that we just went through, and one where I shared my own stories, but the three episodes when we went through are really the foundation of creating your own unique personal brand. It's the foundation. In fact, when I teach in my personal branding academy, these are the things that are in the first phase of the first module where we talk about carving out a foundation on which we build everything else. That's why these things are so important. They form a foundation for us so that as we move on to things like your your visual elements and your, your marketing and, and your sales process and all the other things that we teach about, none of those things work if you don't have that foundation down. And that's why we start there and really dig into them first. So that's it for now. Thanks again for joining us for another episode of the Personal Branding with Lynn podcast. I hope you enjoy the rest of your week. You make it productive and fun. And I'll talk to you again on Thursday. All right. Until then, here's to your success. Take good care.